cover probably in somebody's safe. But praise the Lord, he's wonderful. Amen. And this is my testimony, brother. Amen. Bless you, brother. I want you to sing that chorus. Jesus got all of my life. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on here and sing it. Come on here and sing it. him tonight. Hallelujah. I'm glad he got hold of my life, otherwise I don't know where I would have been. I certainly would have gone back into sin if he hadn't got hold of my life, and I thank him for it tonight. I thank him that he's in control of my life, and that is even more wonderful still. Well, you know, a lot of you know all about me, that I'm going now for God and going to different places with the gospel. A wonderful a miracle-working God that I know. Hallelujah. He doesn't do things in half measures, and I'm so glad he doesn't. You know, Jesus is lifted up all the way. Amen. Praise God. I've just come back from Norwich, where I was there for nearly two weeks, and wonderful things happened. You know, there's just something greater than just being baptized with the Holy, Holy Spirit. You need the power of God in your life that people may be set free from all the things that hold them down. I thank God that he's given me that. There's nothing in me that can do anything for anybody but only his power and his love, and I thank him for it. And I was invited to a, a ladies' meeting on the Wednesday morning, and um, I didn't know it, but there were quite a few new converts there. 
who'd never known the move of the Spirit before. In fact, one, one young lady said to me, I feel something strange coming all over me. I said, hallelujah, that's the power of God. Just let him do it. And you know, a woman who suffered from um, epileptic fits was wonderfully delivered. Amen. She felt the shaking completely go from her to start with. And she got wonderfully delivered. She took a prayer cloth back to her husband who also suffered from epileptic fits. He came to the meeting at the next Sunday. Never got, I've got a son who suffered from uh, marrowbone disease and wasn't growing. And immediately that boy began to become alive as he'd never done before. This is the power of God. Nothing yes. in, in Sally at all, but it's in the power of God and I thank him for it, Amen. you know. And there was quite a few got saved, but when they first started coming out to be prayed for after I'd given an exhortation on knowing what their inheritance is in Christ. You know, there are a lot of people who don't know that. They don't know their inheritance in Christ. They don't know that they're already complete in him. You are complete in him. You may have only just been born again, but you're born again. Hallelujah. You don't have to try and do it. You don't have to try and make yourself something or somebody. He does it all. And I thank God because he, he, he paid the price on Calvary, didn't he? And he said, it is finished. I thank God for that. And, you know, a lot of these people came to be prayed for, and as they were slain in the Spirit, the whole lot came out to be prayed for. Some got baptized with the Spirit, some got healed. And all sorts of wonderful things happened. But I thank God it's him. You know, the more I go, so the more I get astonished at what God is doing because I have no plan at all when I go. I don't plan what I'm going to say. I don't plan anything because he already has a plan. Whatever place I go to, he knows who's there and he knows their need. The same as he knows who's here tonight and he knows your need. And I tell you, he'll meet that need if you'll open your heart to him and he'll do just that. So I praise God for a wonderful thing that works. Hallelujah. He set me free, not only in my body, but in my spirit, which is the most wonderful thing, to be free in your spirit. Hallelujah. And he also has given me discernment. I know that which is of God and that which isn't. And I thank God for it because he says in the scriptures, try the spirits and you'll know whether they're of me or not. And it's a really wonderful way. It's a new and living way. It's not a religious way. It's nothing like that. I thank God for it. You know, and then on the, there was, I was, I was asked to uh, minister in the meetings there on the Sunday. And then about two days before I came back, uh, a young man asked me if I would go and visit his father in hospital. Now that man had seen me before because he'd come to the house where I'd stayed. And he was in hospital, he wasn't saved, and his sons had already um, testified about the Lord and told them a way of salvation, but he never accepted it. And his son went out for a walk on the grounds with his children. While he was gone, this man said to me, what are you doing in your spare time? I said, I go out for God to tell people that Jesus loves them. That is my sole occupation. And he looked at me, he said, do you mean to tell me that he loves everybody? I said, he loves everybody and he loves you. And I said, tell me, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? He said, yes, I do. Well, I said, that's all you need to believe. He said, the Bible says, they that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. I said, would you like me to pray for you? He said, yes, please. And I prayed for him. That man accepted Jesus Christ as his Savior. He's 75. And when his son came back from the, the walk, 
his father told him, I've just given my heart to the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He said, well, we've been telling him for years about Jesus, and he, he wouldn't accept it. I said, well, I said, it needs the Spirit of God to draw. And the Bible says that unless the Spirit of God draw you unto him, you can't come. You can't come round the back way. You know, in Jerusalem, they, it's, it's been said out there that the Jews are going to come another way. I said, oh, no, they're not. It's going to make our, our Heavenly Father a liar, and he's not. They've got to come the same way as everyone else, through the blood of Jesus. There's no back door. You know. And I tell you, while I were over there, I learned a lot of things. And I thank God for the things that he taught me by his spirit. You know, you've no need for any man to teach you anything. The Holy Ghost will teach you all things. He's taught me all things ever since I've been saved. 26 years. But you know, it's better now than it's ever been in my life. I thank God for it. I was saying to Henry just a little while ago, I so long to go amongst the people who have not known this. I so long to go. I'm, I'm having to wait for replies to come in and for invitations to come in. And you know, I just long to go. And the Lord said to me, yes to me, you're not trusting me. You're not trusting me. I'm sending you out the right time with my power to the right people, those who are in need. Those who are in a hard and dry place. And that's the places where he, he'll, be, he'll be sending me. Yeah. And I thank God for it. But you know, I thank God more than anything for the worship I can have with him. Amen. It's wonderful to be able to worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. To be able to, to talk to him, to be able to worship him and tell him I love him. Amen. Because he's loved me beyond measure, I'll tell you. He's really loved me beyond measure. And I'd like to sing that song to you that God gave me quite a while ago, and I think our brothers know it. Jesus, you're the only one who'll always be the same. Your love will last forever. Praise your lovely name. You give us mercy as you will, and with your love divine, I know you love me, Jesus, and you're mine.
Put him first, put him first, put him first, love him most. I tell you, not go wrong. Keep loving Jesus and one another, because by this shall all men know that we are his disciples. Praise the Lord. Glad to be saved, isn't it? Are you glad you're safe tonight? Amen. You know, I'm going to tell you something, that whatever it says in the paper, or whatever it says on the news, there's nothing happens without God allows it. And I'm glad about that, aren't you? And you know, Jesus is in everything. And you know, he's got his hand on our lives. And I was, talk I was talking to a chap, and he's a half communist, I would say, or something like that, and what they're going to do when they get in and all that. I said, I'm going to tell you something, brother. I says, there's a day coming when at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Yeah. I says, that's the day that's coming, amen. And this is the day when it's going to happen. You know, if God just lets him do as they like until he says, enough is enough. And you know, it's these eyes, what we see, I heard it at Yarmouth, what we see isn't always what it is. We have to see with spiritual eyes today the movings of God. And we can press on and we can have this reassurance because when Jesus left this earth, there's one thing he left and he knew that it was the secret of everything. He says, my peace, I live with you. And you know, if you've got a peace in your heart, that's what we all want. It's just that peace of God. And then the other things come with it. But just that peace in the circumstances. You know, and, and people, whatever they are, they try and show what they've got on to you. We've a woman on our petrol pumps and She's a thin woman, I would say it's because she natters a lot. And I've seen her husband bring it to you and she'll run to him because he cracked the cup. So obviously she natters over the trivial things. And I, she said, a man's coming back to see about a car and had to go out. And when I come back, he hadn't, he'd been. She says, he won't mad that man, you know. I says, he'll come back if he wants it. I says, it's a nice car. I says, I'd want it. I'd come back three times for that car, it's worth it. She says, you don't care. I says, I do care. I says, I care about reality, and I care about things. And you see, it's how we put our things in perspective. I do care about that chap, because I knew who he was, and I knew that later on, I could have contacted him anyway if he hadn't to come back. Do you see? But some, she didn't want, she wanted me to care. She wanted me to say, oh, I hope he comes back. And next thing is you lose your joy, don't you? In the circumstances that we're in. And you know, I'm going to tell you something. You have your troubles. Everybody has their ups and downs. But I seem to have a lot my share. In fact, I seem to have something, don't you? You know, you seem to. You go out in the morning and think, well, I've got somebody else's and all, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but praise God. Praise God. He's in it, isn't he? And when it shines, you know, when you've, when you've been a little bit, you know. But I'll tell you something that when you're going through circumstances, trivialities and some serious not. If you can see God in it, God, there's a time comes in your life when God's got his hand on you and you know that, well, I know this and that and other, but I'm in his hands and he loves us and just keep pressing on and get stuck in and get stuck into choruses and, you know, and that one of Sally's, I like, I have a ukulele at home and I was playing that on the ukulele one day and, ooh, you know, and it, it's a chorus that blesses my soul because what we're doing, we're confessing with our mouth, aren't we? Yes. Jesus, you're the only one. And that's what it is. All we're doing is, he says, if thou shalt conf confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. And you'll be saved from your circumstances. Not just from sin, you're saved from everything. 
Praise God. God bless you. Amen. What are you laughing at? <laughs> well, I feel for our sister there because I know what it's like coming up here for the first time. And she's braver than I was, Henry, for the similar reason that you got, you got something out of her, yeah. but you didn't me. <laughs> but... Um, but I, I, think it, I think it's wonderful when you, when you come this way. I really do. And I'm not one for talking. I, 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 don't know, I, I don't know what to say. You know, but if you could see what's in here. I mean, I didn't want to know God. But my guy, what he'd got in store for me. He, matter of fact, he, he allowed, do you know, he allowed me to be ill. I don't know why, but I do now. Do you know, you, you, you believe this or not, but it's true. Now, I was a nervous wreck. Now, if there's anybody here in this meeting tonight, who's suffering with the nerves or anything like that, you want to put that behind you. Because I do believe, though, that God, you know, God allowed me to be ill. I, now I can see it. And like I said, if there's anybody in this meeting tonight who's suffering with the nerves or anything like that, just put it behind you. Because he's, he is, he's there all the time. Yes. He is. I just don't know what to say, you know, I'm just... He's there all the time. He is there all the time, Henry. And, I, you know, I'm just absolutely... Why not sing it? He was there all the time. Well, well I don't know it, really. You were playing it. Playing it all the time. Would you mind it? Would you mind it? Would you mind ever sing another? Yes, go on. Because he is. Because he lives.
know when he gets up here, he's speechless, and during the week I can't shut him up. He's yak, 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 yak. Is he? Yes. Oh, he gets, well, then when he gets up here, he's, he's dumb. I tell you, if he shut his eyes, and not, then if you perhaps not see anybody, and he might be able to talk. Yes. But uh, anyway, praise the Lord. It's really lovely, you know. And oh, I'm not going to get near that. And. Uh, uh, you know, it's really lovely. Yes, he'll handle it. Oh, anyway, you know, it's really lovely because this gospel really works and this yeah. way is lovely. You know, for years I was in an assembly and I'm not decrying it, I thank God for it, but you know, there's so many rules and regulations of man that they built up so many barriers that Frank was a hard fish to catch. For years I had to tread the path alone with Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, they 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 put so many things up. Do this, don't do that, and and you know, he just the more he shrank into it, he put a barrier up, you know, and went away. They did more harm at him than good. All their preaching and nagging, it just drove him further and further away. And you know, we went to see some of our friends. We went back home the other week, and you know, it was really sad because my friend, she's a lovely sister-in-law, and she's really on fire. She's really well rooted and grounded. But then, you know, when I ring her up, I say, "Are you all right?" Oh yes, but you know, there's that deadness spiritually. She's well. You know, she's going on the Lord, and that's her only desire. But when I ring her up, she's so dead, you know, and we went to see her. And Frank's growth, I mean, he's miles ahead of all of my lovely sister's husbands. They're, they're still, I'm sad to say this, they've got to, I mean, we get no fellowship except when we come here. We have nothing at home. And the only fellowship we get is here, and yet they're going to meetings three and four times a week. And honestly, do you know, I looked at Norman the other way and I thought, well, bless you, do you know, you're still the same as the day I left. And he's not the only one. That, the majority of them are still the same. It is a shame, you know. It's really sad. And, and this, Frank, I praise God because I know this way it really works. And Frank, he is changed. He is a new. He doesn't do the things and the things that I forget the place on fire like I did once when he just decorated and nearly killed me once. But... <laughs> No, I just said, praise the Lord, you know, but, because uh, <laughs> I'm a bit, I get carried away and, you know, <laughs> do things that I shouldn't do, you know, well, I'm, I'm so busy praising the Lord and I forget that I've done things, you know, what you do, don't you? And I was that, the other day, I was thinking, I was so glad, Billing, glad called, I mean, Oh, it's like being in a dry, thirsty land sometimes, you know, and you're stuck out there on a limb on your own, and Bill and Glad come. Well, you honestly, it was just like a thousand pounds had been dropped in my lap. They weren't there ever so long, but it was really all, oh, you know, I just can't tell you how good it was. It was, it was really lovely. It's like being in a dry, talk about being in a dry, thirsty land, you know, to put on the tapes and get a fill up, you know. And I was running along to work the other day, and I, and I praised the Lord all the way, and I think people think hand crackers, and I thought, well, it's a long way, it's 25 minutes walk there, you know, and I had to get a gird up the loins of your mind, May, and get into battle, you know, and I'm waltzing along this road, and I'm singing away, and I'm praising the Lord, and, and, and perhaps this man would park there in a the car, and I'm, I'm praising the Lord, and I didn't see this man at all, I bet he thought, crazy creature, you know, he got the wind 
right down and I was saying the hallelujah, praise the Lord, you know. I was, the Lord had shown me something and I was really, you know, ooh, praise the Lord. And I, but it's a, and if I see it coming, I just yeah, turn it into a bit of a song instead of a say, you know, I'm, I'm singing. Well, you know, but it, you know, and you, I like to see, I say it's not a meeting thing, it's living the life. I am singing and praising the Lord and talking to him all the day, you know, and, and this is it, and this is what you've got to do. And, and you don't always feel like it. You, you, you've got to put on that garment to praise sometimes, and, and you've really got to shake yourself up and say, now you'll get on with the job, mate, if you don't feel like it. You've got to, I mean, we've had dart after dart, and I don't feel punched in and sore with the kicks and sloshes I've had this snide remarks this last few you know days and it really makes you sore and you, you, you could sort of feel like a drooping flower you know but you have to say to myself get on with it may and shake yourself I will praise the Lord at all times you know and uh, and this is it it's so easy to praise him when everything's lovely Oh, it's nothing easier. It's like easy to praise him here tonight, isn't it, when we're all together? But it, we've got to be able to do it in the mundane things and when things are going absolutely opposite to what we want them, you know. But I do praise God because he's got a hold of my life and I thank him for what he's done for me, you know. How he's blessed us and how he's kept us. And, you know, for that heart of thanksgiving, I felt so, I feel so good. And what I've got, I want to share, you know. And we had Millie come to dinner, her husband, bless her, he's in hospital. And so I invited her to dinner. And, and Frankie wouldn't shut up. And there the parent, he started to laugh and laugh, you know. He started to laugh. And then Minnie started to laugh. And then I started to laugh. And he was nearly late for work. And, and it's so good, but you, you don't got to put on a big spread. You know, you feel so good. And you, it, this way it makes you want to share what you've got. And, and if you give it with love, it's surprising how the Lord, our man said to me, oh, mother, you're stupid. You are, you're stupid. Fancy asking somebody with and only that much meat. You're stupid, she'll go to me. I say, it's all right. So it's all right. And I, I said, anyway, I said, I couldn't care tumps. I said, if I don't get the meat, it doesn't bother me because I'm not bothered about meat. And as I got a pudding, I couldn't care less about the meat anyway. It bother me. But you see, it's good. When you've got this, you slice in the meat. And you know, the Lord stretches it out. He does. You keep going. You keep cutting, you know. And it's there. You keep going it a bit more and a bit more. And all the plates are full. And it's just lovely when you've got this. You see, God gives you so much and you want to share it. Hey, freely you have received, freely give. We haven't got a lot, but I praise God because what I've got, I share it with others. I don't care if I've only got half a pound of mushrooms. I can make them go round. Share it. What well, does it matter as long as you're all tasting of the heavenly matter if you only get one each? Does you good, doesn't it? I love to share what I do. I've always got somebody coming for dinner. Bless them, share what we've got. You haven't got to put on. And I would encourage you, get on the phone and share. Ask them round. Oh, just ring up and say, well, Jean, would you love to come to dinner, dog? Yes. Well, you can, but you're a bit far off. But if you want to come, my dog, you can come. You know that. But this is what we've got to do. We've got to share our things, haven't we? You, when you've got this, you may... Everybody else 
else was tucking in and enjoying it won't care bother me, honest, if I ain't any. It wouldn't. If they was enjoying it, I would be more than happy. Long as they're enjoying it, I don't care. Because I'm full of his love and his food. Sometimes I, I thank God I don't have to fast and pray in the old tradition because the Lord brings it upon me that I don't want my food when there's something going on. And he's praying about I thank God for that divine intervention when you can fast without him, without you having to think about, oh, I'll fast for this because God brings it automatically about. And, oh, isn't it lovely? And I just thank him. Yes, I just praise him for all he's done for me tonight. You know, I'm just so thankful. With a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. Yes, bless him. No, I just want to pass on what God's given to me this week. You know, sometimes you go through a lot of fiction or problems or ill health and everything and your mind's so mixed up and worried about what's going to happen next or what's going to go wrong next that you can take your eyes off the Lord and you know God I've had one of um, Sally's old choruses going through my head this week about love will find a way and God showed me that if I'm full of the love of God only the love of God that's going to go out from me to other people and they're going to feel it. If I'm full of so much love of God and so much of Jean and my ideas, it's not going to work because they can't mix. And God showed me that if I empty myself of myself and fill myself with his love, I can't go wrong. And it doesn't matter what illnesses come, it doesn't matter what problems come, because you won't be worried. And he showed me that when I see faults in other people, or when somebody else upsets me, that's not the love of God, that's me. And if I'm looking at somebody else, then my eyes are off Jesus. You cannot see faults in other people when you've got your eyes on Jesus because there's no fault in him he's perfect and in him you will be perfect but if you see faults in others if you feel bitterness towards anyone it doesn't matter what they do to you that is immaterial that doesn't matter God has given me something really wonderful this week I, I, I wish I could explain it the way I feel it um, that, that love is the most powerful weapon you can have. Before I got saved, I was a person that was full of hate. Not just think about hate, but act hate. I got my own way regardless what it cost other people. And I thought I was very clever because nobody could control me, nobody could rule me, I did as I liked, when I liked, how I liked, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. When I came this way, the old Jean used to rebel quite a lot. I've even had a fight with Henry before now, as I tell you, even after being saved, because there was still so much of the old Jean wanting her own way. And I've not been well in myself for a bit, and of course my family start worrying, you know, because they're not safe because what's going to happen next or whether am I going to be able to keep going. And I got myself in the same stew, you know. 
oh, what are they going to say about me this time? I had to go to hospital this week. And I thought, what are they going to say about me this time? What are they going to find wrong this time? You know, and then God showed me this. That a vessel that's filled with the love of God cannot contain anything else because nothing else will mix. If you have a jar, a pint jar, and you fill it to the top with water, as soon as you put something else in that jar, you lose some of the water. Your measure of God and your measure of the love of God in your life depends on you. You cannot mix it. Henry said you can't take this in because your freedom, it rebels against religion. You can't mix it. This isn't religion. This is life. This isn't prejudices and barriers and we're going to like this one because they like me and I'm not going to like that one because their ideas are different to mine. No, I couldn't understand why things were going wrong in my life. And I kept saying to God, I want this and I want that and I want to see this. You know, you get very impatient and God said, obedience is better than sacrifice. And I have given you a commandment that you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Now you cannot follow those two commandments of God and be against somebody. It just doesn't work. And, I, and I've had such a wonderful blessing and, and, and so different somehow. I can't explain it. I f feel different. I think different. I see things different. And, and it's all so simple. You know, we make such a big job of it and make it look so complicated, but God isn't complicated. When God spoke to the people, he spoke to them in their own language, the way they understood. And when God told me that you love God with all your heart and all your soul, yes, I've heard it over and over again. And I believed I did it. And then God showed me this, that you cannot mix it. You love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. It's no good fasting and praying. It's no good if you stop on your knees all night. If you don't love the Lord your God with all your heart, you're wasting your time. You're wasting everybody else's time. It's not coming to meetings. It's not testifying. Because unless you love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, you're being disobedient. You're not pleasing the Lord by fasting and praying. You're not pleasing the Lord if you're testifying or singing or dancing. You can only please God by being obedient. And I thank God tonight for this new insight, really, to what I can't explain it. I, I am, my vocabulary isn't good enough to put over what I feel. But I thank God tonight for what he's given to me. And you know, all the meeting has been talking about sharing and loving. I don't mind who gets up first because when the Spirit of God is leading, the right thing's going to come over. And when they said, that brother said, could he sing that chorus? God's got hold in my life and he won't let it go. It was just what I needed because that was my truth. God got hold of my life over 30 years ago. 
And I rebelled and I fought against it, but praise the Lord, tonight I'm full of his love and his life. I please the Lord and whoever else happens to be offended, it isn't my fault, because all I feel for them is love. And I wondered if we could sing that chorus. I don't know how many of you know it, but when God dipped his pen of love in my heart, I don't know if you remember it, do you remember it? And that's my testimony tonight. I can't see. You know, somebody was talking about um, uh, the Lord takes control of your life. 
You know, during the week, Sal and I were having our lunch and everything seemed to have gone wrong that morning. We were really getting bogged down and we were having soup. And all of a sudden, the spirit of the Lord just fell on us. And we just looked at each other and we couldn't stop laughing. And we just laughed and laughed and laughed for a solid hour. And Sally said to me, isn't it marvellous how the Lord works? You don't know when he's going to work or how he's going to do it. But you know, I just praise God it's like this. And we're not bound down with anything. Hallelujah. Bless you, Well, I'm glad I'm here tonight anyway. Praise the Lord. Amen. But, uh, you know, I've been reading a book this week and I know they say you shouldn't go by other people's experiences. But this book has done me good. It's about... Uh, well, Jean told me last week, if you read some of these books, you can recommend them to some of them. And it was, uh, I found Christ in Russia. And I started reading this, and I'm one of them that if I can't hit it on the first page, it I've had it. And I sat, well, I laid in bed reading it, and, and Sunday morning I, got, I woke up and I put my glasses on in bed and started reading again, and I just couldn't seem to leave it alone. And while I was reading this book, it was about this chappy, how he'd... Um, He'd been brought up in a Christian home in the first place and, uh, you know, they sort of took the Lord for granted and I found, I, I really thought that, well, this is how it's been in my life and I seem to, you know, these everyday things you just take them for granted and you know the Lord's with you, you know you're being saved. And uh, I realised when I got so far in this book that I'd always said, well, Lord, I want this, I want that, I do this and do that. And I realised that this, Father had said in the same thing, well, you know, not my way, Lord, but, but yours. And so I got on, got on my knees on my bedside, which I haven't done for weeks, well, months anyway. And I started praising the Lord and, and praying in tongues, and I wanted to shout praise the Lord. I thought of what Denise said, shout it out. And I said, praise the Lord. And so I was downstairs, and Elizabeth was in her bedroom. And I said, praise the Lord. And I thought, that sounds funny. And I said, praise the Lord! And I thought, oh dear, they'll think I've gone daft downstairs, you know. But anyway, they didn't hear me. But, you know, I got in bed last, that night and I was feeling really full. And I thought, thought you know, all the things that the Lord had done for me and what he was doing. And so Monday morning I went to school. And two or three times this week, it's, it's been great this week, because two or three times people have come to me and the opening's been there for me to witness for Christ, you know. And before, I've thought, well, I've sat in the canteen with the canteen ladies, I've said a joke and I've laughed with them, and, you know, and these sort of things, and things what maybe, you know, you shouldn't do, you should have a clean mind, really. And uh, it began to worry me, but, but anyway, I praise the Lord for this week, because this is how it's been, and I, I still feel, you know, really good, bouncing inside, and it's going to be good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I started off uh, singing treble in the school choir in a high uh, Anglo-Catholic, and then I moved to sort of middle, and then I got saved and became a Baptist. Well, praise the Lord, I'm glory now. Oh, that's, oh it's much better, isn't it? But, uh, you know, this week the Lord showed me something, and I found it very interesting. First of all, um, he gave me this truth, you know. If... People, they forget there is such a person called Satan, and so they don't do anything about it, you see. Well, a lot of people think 
if you leave Satan alone and don't mention him or don't talk about him, he'll leave you alone. And that's the biggest untruth because he'll always attack the person that is for out and out for the Lord. And so we really have to be soldiers for the Lord. We have to go forward all the time. And there's no better way than in the glory way because Satan hates glory, hates praise. Hates anything that, that uh, gives to God, to, gives to Jesus his full position and power. And you know, what we want in this country now is more and more of the movement of the Holy Spirit. And the other truth that I got this week, and it really hit me. You know, I was reading the Bible, and uh, Jesus' commission, uh, when he came into uh, the world, he came to set at liberty the captive. And uh, he came to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, and to cast out demons. And I thought about that, and, and uh, the more I thought about it, it suddenly clicked. You know, he uh, came to preach the gospel. That is setting at liberty the captive, you know, bringing them into a new spiritual dimension, bringing them into a spiritual life. So he's setting the spirit free, healing the sick. Well, he's setting the body free. Casting out demons, he's setting the soul free. So Jesus' ministry, when he came into this world, was to the whole man. Body, soul and spirit. Now that's really struck me, that Christ came and ministered to the whole man. And the second verse was, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. Now if Jesus Christ did it then, then he should be doing it now, and he will do it in the future. And he does it now through the movement of the Holy Spirit through us. If we are open vessels, then we have the power of Christ within us, then we can do all that Jesus did. And you know, it struck me, as I look around the churches nowadays, what churches, and there's very few, are ministering to the whole man, are ministering all of Jesus Christ. How many churches just preach the gospel and they don't bother about healing the sick or delivering them? There's, there's very few. So really, they are failing Jesus because they're not ministering to the whole man and they're not ministering the whole of Jesus Christ. So is it any wonder that churches are dead? Is it any wonder that the Spirit's not moving? Oh, I just pray, God, that people, that churches will become more aware to minister the whole, to the whole man. And that, that's what Jesus has been uh, uh, showing to me. And he's really been blessing me. I'll, I'll just finish that uh, I'm going to Bible College in September and I had a terrible tussle trying to get some money out of the Education Authority. And I prayed about it and uh, really the Lord has wonderfully, miraculously moved and he's opened up the way now. So I'm going to Bible College, but um, it's what Sal said, you know. I think sometimes I learn more about what the Holy Spirit teaches me and leads me, uh, because I've learned a lot more since I've been in the Spirit than from any theologians, right? But uh, I'll just have to keep in the glory way and, and stick with the Lord and uh, hope they don't try and mould me into the ways of the world. But anyway, praise the Lord. Bless you all. I'm going to record if I'd like to sort of pass it on, you know. It's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing what a little love can do. It's amazing, it's amazing how a little love can see somebody through. So let your love flow, let your love flow, 
Let your love flow out to others, let your reservations go. Love is the key, try it and you'll see. Wherever you may be, let your love flow. It's surprising, it's surprising. It's surprising how love changes everything. It's surprising, it's surprising. Just what happiness a little love can bring. So let your love flow, let your love flow. Let your love flow out to others, let your reservations go. Love is the key, try it and you see. Wherever you may be, let your love flow. It's an ending, it's an ending. It's an ending how it flows from God above. It's an ending, it's an ending. Miracle of everlasting love. So let your love flow, let your love flow, let your love flow out to others. Let a man bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let your love flow out to others. Let your reservations go. Love is the key. Try it and you see, wherever you may be, let your love flow. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for such a wonderful time in thy presence. Keep us in the spirit, covered in the precious blood. Bring us together again, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen.